What's up? We're back in the Ram Jam. I'm your host, Spencer Kellogg, along with your other host, Brian Lamb. Say what's up to the good people of Richmond, Hello. Brian. Hello. Yeah, sorry that band was offbeat, <laughs> but that's okay. I thought you were a music student. It's okay. It's not my forte, but... Well, music's more forte, but not rhythm. I shouldn't admit that to people, but whatever. Welcome to the Ram Jam, folks ah. of Richmond and outside of Richmond. You think people are listening to this outside of Richmond? Possibly. Well, I know uh, I know one person is. Oh, that's right. Our boy. Dustin. Dustin. But, What's know, up, Dustin? We'll call, we'll call him a real Richmonder still, even though he's uh, in the state of North Carolina. Ooh, um, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know, uh, I think we've got to apologize to our listeners. Uh, we've been... Both of us have been kind of under the weather. We got a back-to-back sickness going on here. I was sick first, and then Spencer was sick, and then we had to put off this episode until now. See, that's the problem. See, I'm in, I'm in education, and, and you work in retail, and we're always around people. And, and people can't take care of themselves. And next thing you know, you're sick. Real sick. Yeah, I was dead Yeah, for like at least five days. But we still managed to uh, see or listen to all these games, didn't we? Yeah, for the most part. Um, How you feeling? How you feeling about this VCU basketball team, huh? This team looks good. We this are, team looks good. We are good. We are. I I think we are trending in the right direction. Here we go. Uh, you know, there's some things we can improve on. Make some make some proclamations. Elite eight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know about that. I think uh, I think we I think we're gonna get into the tournament. Like I've been saying all boring, all along. boring. I know. At it's this the most point, we prediction. always get into the tournament. Come. on. On Brian, I, I I will go as far as saying that we could can get into the Sweet Sixteen. Oh, uh, I think so. I think, I think we so. can win our second round game oh, this year, yeah. depending on who we play. The team's gelling; they're starting to come together. I was worried there. You know, I'm worrying. You it know, I'm a, always worrying. It was a little rough at first. I was at the exhibition game against Ooh. Queens. North Carolina. Ooh. Yeah, you, you make that face like you don't want to talk about it, but still. I'm making that face because we <laughs> sat here and said we were going to blow them out by 40, and what happened? Okay, well, okay, so in, in our defense. Uh, they're a really good Division Two team. They are their preseason number six Division Two team, and they did play some scrimmages against Division One teams, and one Division One team, I don't know which one they beat. Well, they beat a bunch. Uh, and they were really close games, but one they beat one Division One team by twenty five points. Keep talking. I want to take a Xanax when I listen to you about this. <laughs> Queens, well, Queens, they're not even in New York. Next, I don't want to talk about well, it. You it's can not find even, solace that it didn't count. It's not. It doesn't even count. It's not on our record. It did not count. So let's move on. Let's chalk it up to a bad night. Okay. Well, you know, we didn't have the greatest night against uh, Liberty. Liberty. Yikes! Um, you wanted to drive up there and see that. Yeah, yeah, you and wanted you to did go it. to the yeah. <laughs> it would have been cool um, but to go to the temple. I did, I did watch it. Yeah, I did watch it, and uh, yeah, we could have done better against Liberty. We did pretty well against Asheville, though our home opener. Um, looked look look pretty strong against Asheville. I, yeah. I actually thought that game was going to be tighter. From what I saw of the game, I that was in right in, in the, death the pinnacle yeah. of my sickness. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. watched the first half and some of the second half, and then I died. Uh, what, I just couldn't go who on brought, anymore. Who brought you back? Uh, some, uh, Dayquil. Uh-huh. Dayquil bought, brought me back, kind of, uh, and some, some of that Alka-Seltzer cold. Uh-huh. Um, but- did, I, I noticed that you didn't, <laughs> I noticed that you didn't mention God, and, uh, God also didn't help Liberty beat us. Nope. Couldn't, couldn't get it done. Yeah, well. That's a low blow. That's not even that funny, is it? Uh, it was funny the last episode when you said it. 
I thought it was pretty funny. Maybe maybe that one was a little. I don't know. I'm retreading. It was a little. It was a little, it's a little critical. I'm like an old tire. <laughs> it was okay. funny the first time. Uh, Bingham, uh, Binghamton. We finally started rolling against Binghamton. Yeah, beat these guys by 39 points. Uh, that was I, a fun one. Yeah, I, I went there with some friends. Um, Who were you with? I was with uh, AJ and Miguel and. Miguel? Well, yeah, we did. Yo, little, Miguel is still in Richmond? Yeah, we did a little triple date here there. Uh but it was a it was a it was a good game. Um we stomped them. We destroyed Binghamton. Uh they uh yeah, only thing that was looking good about Binghamton was their cool logo. Their logo is cool, but their team stunk. They were not very good. Yeah, and, um, we, and we had a nice little coming out party there for uh, Deontay Jenkins. He had 14 points and uh, nine rebounds. That must have been fun. Yeah, it was nice. The first couple games, he didn't really do much, and I was getting kind of worried there, be, him being uh, such a highly touted recruit coming in. Um, but he he looked pretty good against Binghamton. He was getting a lot. He got, almost, he got over 10 rebounds that game. 14 and 10 is what it's looking like. Yeah, he got 10 rebounds and he, he was, was tough. he was scoring he was pretty well. He was yeah. everywhere. He showed he showed all of the uh all of the makeup of a a top, a top 100 recruit. He looked good. He looked, he looked real good. Strong. And then uh that started our break until uh Battle for Atlantis which happened a couple days the ago. Battle for Atlantis. Uh played some pretty good teams here. You ever been to the Bahamas? No, I would love to go. Can I ask you a question about uh, what do you think about the coaching attire down there? It's very casual. I, I like about, it. You like it? I like it. They're at the <sighs> beach. They're wearing like casual. They're like, oh, I'm kind of on vacation. Never. Um, never. Let me tell you something. VCU <laughs> ever hired me to be their coach? I'd be looking like Anthony Grant every day of the year. No matter if it was casual or not, I'd be wearing the nicest $2,000 Italian suit you have ever seen. I'd have five I would, too, with the exception of Balfour Lannis or the Maui Invitation, where I would wear a Tommy Bahama uh, Hawaiian <laughs> shirt and conform <laughs> to the rest of the crowd. What is, up, what, is up with, what is up with Will Wade's pants? Have you seen them? They don't fit him right. Is it because he's tall and kind of lanky? Maybe that's the way he likes his pants. I don't know. He's not. He's not. Who are we to judge his pants? Well, because I like my pants a little tighter than that. I mean, this, this, he's got a little, a little space down there with I his get legs. It. I get it. Well, maybe they could be tighter. Maybe they were like one of those stretchy <laughs> pants that's uh, getting a little bit more popular now. I don't know. Okay, so we're down in we're down in um, the battle for Atlantis, down in the Bahamas, taking on number twenty Baylor, and this is the kind of game that we wait months for. This is the kind of game we wait months for. We were so excited. It is and, a team um, that we want to play. We want to play teams like Baylor, ranked number twenty going into Battle for Atlantis. They actually not crushed. Afterwards. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, they're going to be higher. They they actually won the Battle for Atlantis. Top ten. Top yeah, 10. they beat they beat a top ten team in Louisville, and they also beat a ranked team in Michigan State. Yeah, incredible performance by Baylor there. But you know, VCU did decent considering uh, the competition we had to play. Oh, definitely. And I mean, uh, if. There were a lot of fouls. There were a ton of ticky-tacky fouls that were being called, and even uh, Dan uh, uh, Dakich. Is that how you yeah, say his Dan last Dockich, name? Yeah, Dan Dakich. Yeah, Dan Dakich. Now Dan Dakich was getting absolutely obliterated on VCU Ram Nation before that game started. I, I didn't know. I guess maybe there's he's done something in the past, but but he stood up for VCU in that first half because uh, everyone was getting in foul trouble. I mean, they tried to keep Mo Ali Cox out there for the first few minutes. They put him in right away. Bang, bang, bang. And you know your boy Dougie Brooks. Yeah, he, I mean, you put Dougie Brooks in the game, expect a foul in the first five seconds. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter that he's been playing the game of basketball for 15-odd years. He's going to foul. He yeah. is going to foul you. We, it's, uh, it, it feels like to me that 
these fouls are getting softer and softer. Well, it's every early. Year. It's early in the season. I don't they know. Always say I don't early know, in the season. Maybe, maybe call me a basketball purist, but I think basketball is a contact sport. And I feel like every uh, over the last like last season and this season transitioning, they transitioned to oh well, I touch you, you're right, and, you're and, right. You're, and that's a foul. You're right. That's what the first half was. It was it was ugly. It was folks, really ugly basketball. I mean, folks, con- uh, basketball is not a non-contact sport. I thought you were going to suggest that uh, the good fans of VCU Ram Nation contact the referee association to lay into some of these because uh... they were smart. You should they do were... that too, yeah, Ram definitely. Nation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some Carl Hess stuff going on here. Some Carl Hess shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this is the month of political protest. I'm going to give you a few more days. I want you to reach out to that referee association and let them have it. Yeah, just call and be like, "Hey, this is Carl Hess status here." Yeah, what are you? Why are you always calling all these ticky tacky fouls on VCU? I mean, I I'm telling you, they uh, VCU Ram Nation, they will know. They saw this. The ref was there smiling with Motley after one of those fouls. Like almost put his arm around him, like ha 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 ha. We're gonna get these Rams, and even e- and even ESPN. I was watching that game. They don't give us love, but this is why we're angry. This is why we're in a bunker on Southside. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, all things considered, we did. I think we had a pretty good showing in the battle for Atlantis. Um, you know, we did great fit- showing. Yeah, let's yeah. move past Baylor, okay? Because when we lost to Baylor, and. I- I mean, I could go. I could go into Baylor a little bit more. I mean, you know, it was it. It did very much feel like a VCU team in that it was a big game. The heat was on. We were up by a good six, eight points there in the second half, and we just could not step on their neck. And um, personally, it made me a little nervous. I, I was thinking, is this is this team for real? Is this VCU team for real, or is it going to be a, a a shadow of its past? But man, we saw that they were for real against St. John's, and we saw that they were for real today against LSU. They look. They look good. They look balanced. Two excellent games. They look balanced. They look strong. They've got players all over the court, and they're and they're balanced in their scoring, which I like a lot. They're getting a lot of production from different players every night. I think we're I think we're moving the ball around pretty well. Um, Jonathan Williams is really coming Ooh. out. I think you can uh, elaborate on that a little bit more. Well, and he's the player that he we we were hoping that he could he, be. He is. Who we thought he was. He is who we thought he is. <laughs> he's he's been he's been great, and he and we should crown him. Yeah, he's been great. Crown he's him. Awesome. I don't know, but no, this, is, know. this is his junior year, right? You do know this is his coming out year, and you know what? I'll tell you something. I I, I have a feeling that Darius Theus being on that sideline talking in his ear has a big part of that. You know, Darius Theus is assistant now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, what a, I could not think of a better no, coach. No. Uh, as an assistant to these point guards, uh, who, you know, who are very good players, but you know, you you got you got a guy like Darius Theus, who's been there, he's been there, he's done that, and he's very experienced. And not only was Darius Darius Theus a, a great VCU Ram on the court, great VCU Ram off the court. Oh yeah, good guy. He is a very nice guy. I miss I miss watching him play. It's really good. And really smart of Wade to bringing him on to the bringing him on to the staff and talking into the ear of our point guards coming up. It's good. It's good to have more Final Four experience on on the team. You know, right now, you know, none of the players, none of the players we have were on the Final Four team, but we do have Will Wade, who was our assistant in the Final Four, and we got Darius Theus, who was a player in the Final Four and who has experience winning big games. How does Johnny do it? I mean, oh, dude, he's improved so much. I guess I guess if you go look at his high school mixtape, he was making a lot of those kinds of shots then. 
these scoop shots. I mean, and he's these, getting to that level now he, on the college level. I mean, does Johnny do yoga in his time off? I'm, it seems like it. I mean, he's he is looking a much better physical specimen this year. Well, and I think it's his confidence. His confidence is up. I mean, he was making shots in this tournament that he was not making last year. I mean, Absolutely. shots where, you know, he's at the elbow, he takes a couple steps, jumps to the side, and, and hits, a, you know, hits a runner. Oh, great. He's Just been a, looking hits great. A he's, floater, he's finishing so much better now. He's got so much more confidence. And I think um, he, the weight that he's lost is making him, he's been faster. And his vertical, I mean, he's almost dunking the ball sometimes uh, with those wide open layups. He is dunking the ball. Which is great. He's great. It's he, the hair. He, he's getting blocked it's less. It's the hair and it's the beard. <laughs> He's getting blocked it. less. It's great, and he's, he's he's getting up higher. He's getting down the court faster. He's he's really he's really turning into a player that uh, that we thought he would be, which is great. He's turning into the next great VCU point guard, and I don't want to put too much on him. It's early in the season, but the way that he performed at the Battle of Atlantis, there were flashes there. Uh, I know this is rarefied air, and I have to be careful here comparing uh, him to Maynard, but. There were a couple times there where it was get out of the way. Get out of Johnny's way. Give him the ball. We need a couple points. Clear the lane. ISO. Let's go. I mean, there were a couple plays, too. He just kind of made something out of nothing, too. And I felt confident when those times came up. It wasn't like I was sitting there thinking, oh. Yeah, there was know? a time in the game yesterday where you can't, the offense seemed like they didn't know what play they were running, and then Jonathan Williams just takes the ball and draws a foul. Yeah, that's 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 some leadership that we need, and he he took ownership of the ball and and got in there and got the foul and got great, the buckets. Great hair, great smile, <laughs> great great personality. Now, you I mean, you remember this when he was being recruited, he was a big part of bringing some of those other players in his recruiting class in. Um, he he loved VCU. He was selling that that recruiting class on coming to VCU, and uh, I'm just so happy it's working out for him. I'm so happy it's working out for Johnny. Johnny and Jaquan are looking great together. They're looking great together. Oh, yeah. Very I... powerful backcourt. In fact, against Baylor, that's where we looked like we had the edge. At, at, you know, at the one and the two. We looked like we had the edge. Baylor. And, and that's been VCU's uh, motive, I think, uh, for doing well against Power 5 teams in the past is outperforming at the, at the guard spots. So yeah, it's great I think to that's see that. what I think that what that's what uh, you know, bit us in the behind in the past was, you know, if the guard play is not there and the other teams got better guard play than us, that's usually a one way ticket to a loss. Well, yeah, I mean, especially and we can get into this, but th- that was one of Shaka's Achilles' heels about his teams um, was not having this plan B and not having a real strength and and, uh, and a commitment to getting the ball down low and getting the ball in the paint and we're starting to see that but well because we got we the are. talent to do and, it and and we're committing to it which is great i mean there's a lot of those games where you know i mean one might say that we maybe dumped the ball down in the post too much but i don't think i don't think so i, I think no. if we dump no. the ball in there and we draw the double team yeah. That's perfect. And That's get a, exactly what we and want. And get a foul. You get a foul Look, or you kick it out for the wide open three. You're completely right. We could sit around and complain about ticky-tack fouls, but the truth is, go get some ticky-tack fouls. Throw the, dump the ball down low. And we're getting them. I mean, And get a foul. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we're getting them, which is great. I mean, Mo is still uh, doing pretty good at the free throw line. Um, he's solid at the free throw line. Uh, Tillman changed his free throw shot. That's right. He's not. He's not bouncing it. Now. No he's bouncing. Just gra- he's just grabbing the ball one step up. Shoot. He's which he's is an en- he's an enigma to me because I look at him and I think he he could easily be the best player on the team, and and he keeps running into these 
these spots where he he has a, a foot injury, you know, or an ankle injury. I'm, I'm, I hope that he, he gets his body cleared up for the rest of the season because when Tillman's not in the team, when he's not on the roster, we're a totally different team. We can see he, he yeah, was incredible and, tonight. Where, yeah, I mean, I mean, he was very good tonight. Um, he I mean, shot a very high percentage, and you know that may, he makes a big difference on our team. Let me get that box score real quick. Um, Justin Tillman tonight against LSU, twenty six minutes, eight for nine field goals, eight rebounds, seventeen points. Uh, Incredible. You know, that exactly, and and Mo Ali Cox as well. He he had seven points and was three or four from the uh, the free throw line. And what did Hamdi? Hamdi gave us eight points as well. So between the between the three of them, that's uh, we're looking at thirty five points. And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, another thing too with like Hamdi, it's been a pretty pleasant surprise this year. I mean, he I think he had well, a good year last year, but he's been pretty good this year. He's been using his body, he's been throwing his body around, and he can finish in the paint. And I'll I'll keep saying it. I don't mean it as a. And he made a three, like yesterday. That was cool. <laughs> it's not to rag on him. I'm not, you know, but when he when he plays within what he can do, he's a very strong player. And I liked when we were playing against Baylor, they were getting it into him. And he, and he had he had probably the game of his VCU career. Um I I don't think that's too far to say against Baylor. He looked he looked really strong and uh I'm happy to see that they're incorporating him more and really making it an effort to get the ball to him. I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. This is what Will Wade was preaching when he came in. Um, you know, I wouldn't call it Havoc light, but he said that we were going to try some things different and we I, wanted like, to get the ball inside. I like the dedication. I like the commitment to the post game. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's making a huge difference right now. And, you know, once once that team, once the team starts uh, gelling and, and uh, coming together and getting used to each other's style of play, we can be pretty dangerous. Uh, definitely with the post, uh, pot- like the potential we have in our post play. Um, Hamdi is huge. Uh, Tillman, we saw what a big difference he made coming back for a battle for Atlantis. And Mo, of course, we all know and love. Um, but these guys are big guys, and if we utilize them correctly, we we could stay in the game with some of these these uh these bigger name teams. Uh, especially if our guard play is as good as Lewis and Williams has uh, been uh, recently. Yeah, I and you know this this all also talks about how we're not shooting the three ball so much this year. And I think that's great. I'm looking at each one of our games. It looks like we've had one game where we shot more than 15 three-pointers. Yeah. And, and that's where we should be. I mean, And uh, we're shooting a high percentage. Prove me wrong here, but I remember there being times last year where we were shooting 20 to 25 threes tw- and making five of them. We can you know? shoot a lot of threes. And, you know, it's everything's all well and good when you're making the threes, but if you're living and dying by the three and you can't make a single three-point shot, you lose by double digits. You lose You lose to Florida State, even though Melvin Johnson oh. makes is was having that, a great game. Was that the best performance that yeah. he ever had? Yeah, and and it's 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 it saddens me, saddens me to say that he, the best performance he ever had was in in a, a loss. losing a losing effort because nobody else showed up that day. Which is which is why I like this, this new style that we're playing. It's it's we're still getting it on on the defensive side of things. We are still getting it. We I mean we've been great on defense. We've been forcing a lot of turnovers. I mean Binghamton we forced twelve turnovers in the first half, and so it's not that we're not getting it on defense anymore. It was just it's different and. It it's catering to the the roster that we have. Exactly. I mean, that was yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, that was one of the... I, I don't want to keep going back to Shaka because I could. I just keep going back to him. <laughs> but he was very he was very dogmatic in the way that he thought about basketball. And I, I think what we're seeing with Wade, I mean, he obviously... They, they both have what they like and what they're trying to enforce. But I do think that what we're seeing right now is Wade's looking at his roster and he's thinking, how can I get well, the Wade's, most out of these yeah, guys? And, and he's getting the most out of them. He's built a different talent pool for sure. I mean, that post game that we're running right now, Shaka could never even imagine... Doing that uh, with DJ Haley. Who's or... the, who's the best player on the team right now? Yeah, Jonathan Williams. No, nah, it's got to <laughs> it's got to be it's got to um, be Lewis. Lewis. Okay, so if I were to look at it, I think I think Lewis. I think I still think Lewis is our best player. Uh, if you tell me over the last couple games, Jonathan Williams has been great, but Lewis is still. I mean. Lewis is very consistent. He's sh- he shot 15 of 30 from three-point line this season. Oh, yeah. He's very consistent. Wow. He can shoot the three, which is fantastic, which is what we needed. We were I know coming into this season, me and you were talking about, uh, you and I were talking about uh, how we were concerned that we wouldn't have that three-point guy. We wouldn't have that knockdown three-point shooter since Melvin was gone. We didn't have that Troy Daniels-esque player that mm-hmm. Troy Daniels, Brandon Rozelle like player. But I think I think Jaquan Lewis is stepping up kind of low key in that way because he can get it to the basket. He distributes the ball. He's been distributing the ball pretty well this year too. Let me ask you a sacrilege question. I mean this gets into Johnny Williams playing at the one. I mean he's mature enough to play the one now. You can put Lewis at the two and he can be a three point threat. Let me ask you a sacrilege question. You think Lewis shoots the ball better than Melvin Johnson did? Cause I, cause I, look, if I say if I say Troy Daniels, obviously we know, you know, Troy Daniels. <laughs> well, I don't think we're say. ever gonna see as good of a three point shooter. It's hard shooter. to say because Jaquan Lewis doesn't shoot as many threes when as he Melvin does, did. But when he shoots it, I mean, I guess I guess maybe it's a toss up. He just, can shoot. He it just looks so good every time it leaves his hand. I'm thinking it's in. He can shoot. You can't he can give really him an inch. Shoot. You can't give him an inch. Yeah. But when you do, he blows right past you with his. And speed. you know what? Nobody's talking about this. Let me be the first one to say it. Lewis has matured, and I was never on the anti-Lewis bandwagon. I have, from the second that I saw that stupid photo of him with the sunglasses on, with the cell phone when he's in high school, he just looks so swagged out. I've always been a fan of Lewis, and look, he's had his problems with with his emotions, and and he had some troubles there, uh, you know, a couple years ago, and even last year, I think, stepping into that leader role. But being able to come in and say, you know what, Johnny, you take the one. I'll take the two. That's what a leader does. That's it's maturity. Very, it's very mature. That's maturity. That. And you know what? I had a I had a moment uh, during the Bingham 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 Bingham. I can't I can't, I can't, even I can't say that name. We've never even been there. Binghamton. Why would you go there? Binghamton. Binghamton Bearcats. When we played them, um, you know, I was uh, I was sitting in the student section, uh, and and I had. Jake had this nice, nice little little moment where uh, he he like uh, he drives into the hoop and and lays it up with a uh, contact layup, and the crowd gets so hyped into it, and he just looks at the crowd, and he's just got that smirk on his face, and he and he just he just screams like Briante Weber yeah. to the crowd, looking yeah. at the student section, yep. and that reminded me of 
how Briante Weber used to do that all the time, yeah. and Jaquan Lewis never did that. Lewis is he's so underrated, and and a lot of him being underrated is what you just said. He had to grow. He had to play in the shadow of Briante Weber, who's arguably the most legend player of the contemporary modern VCU Rams era. Yeah, and you know the way Briante Weber played with such emotion and passion, uh, Jaquan Lewis almost suppressed that. Yeah. Inside, because he was playing behind Briante Weber. Exactly. And I think that moment uh, against Binghamton, where he looks at the crowd and gets into it with the crowd, that's what we want to see. That's what the that's what the fans at the oh. the, the Seagull Center want to see. Yeah, and I took some video the other night. Uh, Baylor in the first half, uh, we had a great sequence. Uh, it came down the floor. Lewis hit a pull-up three-pointer. Baylor called a timeout because the game was getting away from them. This is the first half. And Lewis walked down the court doing this. What's this? Three-pointer? Three, three-pointer, three yeah. with Three-point the, symbol. Yeah. And Rasheen Davis, the camera cut over to him. He was doing the same thing, and they were looking so mean and dirty, and I just thought, hell yeah, let's let's roll. Let's roll. I, I know I know you listeners can't see us, but uh, if you don't know uh, the whole the, the three-pointer thing, just uh, it's yeah. the, your sort of last three fingers, you'll hold it up to your head, and then you hit your head with it. Bang. Bang. Bang! Sniper. Sniper. And that's what he's become. He, he really is. He's you know? a sniper from three-point land. And you know what? You get closer to him, he'll blow past you with that speed. The guy is still the fastest Lightning. guy on the court. Lightning. But uh, I might be a little bit biased. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, you know, we, we, we've been looking pretty good. I mean, Spencer, do, well, you, do you think we're going to get ranked on Monday? Deserve it, in my opinion. I don't know how many other teams are out, that, out there that are 5-1. and one. Um, we just beat a couple Power 5 conference teams. Now, I know LSU got blown out against Wichita State. I know that St. John's is in a rebuilding. But, you know, you know, St. John's had this player, and I was watching that the other night, and I didn't even realize it, Shamari Pons. Do you know this kid? I don't know much about him. I you heard his name a lot. Well, uh, you know. Just today, I ended up watching um, some tape of him. I was actually watching the high school tape of Kyle Guy. Do you know this kid? Oh, Kyle Guy plays for UVA. Ooh. Yeah, the guy from Indiana. Dude, yeah, he's that good. Kid, that kid is a sniper. Well, he went up to Rucker Park to prove himself, and he ended up playing against Shamari Pons. And uh, I thought, man, I just heard that name. Uh, yeah, Pons, Shamari, he's, he's from Brooklyn, right? Yeah, and he, and, and Chris Mullen's side. Is, is it Chris Mullen? It's not Chris Mullen. It's Chris Mullen, okay? What happened? Okay, What so, happened? Um, you know, you know, I love Ram Radio. I listen to Ram Radio. But guys, guys, it's Chris Mullen, not Chris Mullins. There's who? no S at the end of his name. He's who? a legendary player. Get it right. It's Chris Mullen. Who was Chris Mullen? You turned me on to Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen uh, is an integral part of the history of basketball. One of the best shooters ever? One of the best shooters ever. Lefty out of St. John's. And, you know, you may know him from, you know, being on the Dream Team, uh, the best team ever assembled in this history of sports. And you may know him from a little thing called Run TMC. Oh, yeah. Okay. Run TMC, early 90s Warriors, Tim Hardaway, Chris Mullen, and Mitch Richmond. Look and, at that. And who was the best player on that team? It was Chris Mullen. It was Chris Mullen. That's how you get a job at the Ram Jam, right there, with that kind <laughs> of knowledge. Yeah, I mean, it's not Chris Mullins. It's Chris Mullen. Okay. And he went on to later play with the Pacers with Reggie Miller, but he was kind of old by then. But I put, I put you in a tough spot there. You didn't want to say anything about that. Because you love those guys. We love those guys. I love Ram Radio. We love Ram Radio. But, you know, at a certain point, I got <laughs> I have to criticize your knowledge of basketball history. I'm only a lifelong basketball <laughs> fan. I know this. 
Come on, it's not Chris Mullins. You got to get that right. He's one of the best players, top fifty <laughs> players of all time. Okay, so yeah, so he's coaching St. John's. So are we going to be in the top twenty-five? I, I mean, I think so. What I'm saying is that St. John's had some legitimate players. I know this kid was a freshman. He put he had a big night against us by this way. By the way, the, the Shamari Pons kid. But um, you know, they have players. Um, LSU looks kind of worn out. Man, their coach looks sad. Their coach looks. You would be sad. You go down to Bahamas to have a good time, and Wichita State blows your your whole universe apart. They got yeah. ripped. Yeah, they kind of wish they still had Ben Simmons, huh? No, they. Do. I mean, <laughs> they they stunk when they had Ben Simmons. That's that's true. And all that came from it was an NCAA investigation. That's true. And then he left for the NBA to be the first round, the first overall pick. How's uh, he doing, by the way? Is he any good? I don't know. I think Joel Embiid's uh, kind of overshadowing him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Joel Embiid's been pretty good. Well, I think he overshadows everybody. He's huge. Yeah, he's he's been good. Um, but anyways, I mean, I, I I think it's fair to say that uh, top twenty five. Yeah, I think so. I think we'll be creeping in, and if we don't, creep we'll be in close. The, if we we'll don't creep close. in the top twenty five, I expect us to be one of the few off. We'll be close. We'll be we'll be ranked above Virginia Tech. We'll- <laughs> Stop! I did it. I Stop! Said it. Don't don't bring up the chokies. <laughs> I'm gonna choke. I said it. I said it. I mean, come on! Look at look at the look at the look at the AP poll that came out uh, this past Monday. You got you got you got Virginia Tech getting twelve vote votes. Come on, twelve votes. Boring. I don't think I think we're gonna get Boring. more than them come this this next Monday. Where's Virginia Tech again? Roanoke. They're in Blacksburg. Oh yeah, that's right, Blacksburg. Hmm. Never been there. And you say you're from Virginia? No, I've been there. I've seen a couple of Virginia Tech games in their stadium. Man, when they play when they play Enter Sandman. When they come running in on that field, I've seen a couple of Virginia Tech football games. It's incredible, but Virginia Tech basketball, come on, you haven't been relevant since Del Curry. Is oh. that right? Didn't Del Curry play there? That was a long time ago. How long ago was that? 30 years ago? That, that, that See, was a really let me tell long you, time. You want to get respect from these stupid pundits? Just go hire, you know, someone that was a pundit. That's what Virginia Tech did. Buzz Williams, you know, couldn't hack it at Marquette, came an ESPN pundit. Then he went out to uh, Roanoke, <coughs> Blacksburg. <coughs> Well, I think. Why did you bring up Virginia Tech? Why did you bring them up? I just happened to see them on my screen. We were looking at the well, rankings. Weren't you telling me about oh, how are we looking in the RPI right now? RPI VCU number ten in the RPI. Well, then we have to be ranked come Monday. RPI. Oh, see, but we we're you, five we and one. We don't know that. We're, oh come on, we're five and one. The only team we've lost to is Baylor. Who is Baylor beaten? Baylor beat Oregon when they were number four. Baylor beat Louisville when they were number nine. Baylor beat Michigan State when they were twenty-two. Baylor's probably one of the top ten teams in the country right now. That's the only loss we have. And let me tell you, we took Baylor to the wire. I mean, the further we get away from that game, I know it's only been a couple games after, but the further away we get from it, the less that is looking like a mediocre loss. That's looking like a high potential, high major loss. Like it's not even going to affect us that much come March because this team looks legit. Yeah, I mean, I. I would like to say we were in the top. We're in the top twenty-five. Um, you wouldn't I, be surprised though when you got people like Iman Brennan voting on these things. <laughs> well, you know, if I were to make an educated guess, like if I were to bet some money on who, like what, where VCU is going to be in the AP poll next week, I'm going to say I'm going to say number thirty. I think we barely, we don't even, we we're on the cusp of making the top twenty-five, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. I think if we get the number thirty, we get some votes. And we're close to the top twenty-five. We've got the next stretch of three games going on: Princeton, Illinois, and Georgia Tech. If we get all winnable games, all winnable games. If we win those games, then then I, I we're definitely in the top twenty-five. 
Yeah, I think so. I I hope if we win those games. Well, we'll see. We'll see Monday morning. Um, let's uh let's turn it over to some of the young guns. Samir Dowdy. Samir Dowdy. Are they are as are, I love are, him and or, I hate him. Or as they called him uh, in the Baylor game, uh, Samir Dodi. Samir Dodi. How do you do that? How do you get paid? They're probably getting paid easily six figures, hundred thousand dollars a year. Those guys to fly around and do games, and and you don't have the time to prep to know that the guy's name is Samir Dowdy. They're calling him Dodi. Now I'm confused. Well, you know, not everyone can be an expert on pronouncing things. Yeah. Like well, me. let me tell you something. I have an aunt named Dodi. I'll, yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I also know how to pronounce a lot of things in a lot of languages. I don't know what they mean. Ooh, very smart and diverse man over here. Yeah, I don't know what they mean. I can pronounce German perfectly for you, but uh, let's hear some. No, no, no. Oh, I want to hear some German. No, you're not but, getting off on this. You got to give me one German word. Uh, bist mein Herz. Wow. You are my heart. Me? But no, not you. Oh. <laughs> but I, I, I can direct that to some of the players on VCU, but not Samir Dowdy. Not Samir Dowdy. Oh, Dowdy. come on. Um, come on, okay. you will love Samir. He's, I love he's him He's a redshirt freshman. He's only been playing in six games now. So let me tell you something about Samir Dowdy. I'll give you my honest opinion about Samir Dowdy. Okay. I think he's pretty good. I think he's good on offense. I think he's good on defense. I think he's really good on defense. Better, Consi- better than Brooks. Better, yes. We'll go. We'll get into that. Better than you. Better, put, better you than put, you put me in the game. Now let me foul somebody, Coach Brooks. <laughs> better than your boy, Doug Brooks. Is Samir Dowdy on defense? He's great on defense. The only problem I have with him, and it's a major problem, and I'm not the only one that has this problem with him on offense, is that he likes to, um, he thinks he's Kobe Bryant. He was. <laughs> he was in high school. Yeah, which is which is all it's fine and dandy until you get to college basketball when you're playing Division One basketball. And everybody was Kobe Bryant in high school. Exactly. Everyone was Kobe Bryant in high school. Doug Brooks was Kobe Bryant in high school. Come on. <laughs> what? Come on. No. He was a good really? player in high school. He was a good player. See, I remember when he got recruited, everybody was saying, this kid can shoot. This kid's, this kid's a knockdown shooter from Florida, and all he's done is have hitches in his shot for three years. Yeah, but here's Samir Am Dowdy. Am I being mean? Samir Let's Dowdy, get back to he, Samir. Dry, he, 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 he likes to ISO, take it to the hoop, and when he makes it, he looks like a genius. He, you're just like, oh man, oh oh oh. Let me cringe for a second. And no, he makes no, 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 no. Okay, okay, I'm fine with that. Right. And then, and then there's a time where he isos, drives it to the hoop, and he doesn't make it. And then you think to yourself, why didn't you pass the ball? You're being too harsh. Why didn't you pass the ball, Samir? You're Dowdy? being too harsh, dude. Seriously, you're not sitting around I mean, giving. You're I not will give sitting him this. around giving a hard time to Crowfield or Jenkins. Okay, you're, Samir Dowdy's played six games with the Rams, and already he's well, averaging he's nine more points. Than, he's getting more minutes than Crowfield and and Jenkins, so I have more to go off of. That's fair. And and you know what? He's been good. I like him, and I think he's going to develop. And I think uh, in the LSU game. He's he's he he kind of he was pulled developing. back a little bit. He was developing. He was developing. There was that one was that one play where he yep. isoed yep. and and it looked like he was going to take a, a stupid layup and then he just he just passes the most beautiful mm-hmm. pass yep. to Tillman for an easy layup. But, beautiful pass. But this is what we're talking we about. We need to see okay. more of that. But this is what we're talking about. In a game that we won 85 to 74. So we won it comfortably, but we but it was also close enough. In that game our redshirt freshman Samir Dowdy took 13 shots. That's two more than Lewis. That's five more than Williams. That's you know what I'm saying. Like he's taking a lot of he's shots. He's taking the most shots. Like get, like he was 0 of four from three. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he's Kobe Bryant. 
Guy thinks he's Kobe Bryant. And it's fine. It's fine. He's a good player. I like him, and I think he's going to develop into – Oh, I think – I mean, this is his first I'm, year of eligibility. He's going to develop into a really good player. I'm more than like him. I mean, yeah, he don't, took – Don't, he took don't th- take me as a hater. No, I don't. There are I've, things – I'm a basketball no, purist. I don't take you as a hater. I I'm know, a basketball purist. Yeah. I think you should pass the ball when you should pass the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's not makes, passing the ball. No, and, <laughs> that's what makes a good team. Because I'll sit around and say dumb things like we got lucky in the final four. But the rea- the rea- the reality is we didn't get lucky. We passed the ball. Exactly. We moved the ball and got open shots and knocked them down. And that's the, how you win and games. And the stats are indicative of that. I think with how balanced our attack is, these guys are 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 scoring very like all these guys are scoring a good amount. Uh, considering they're getting a, a nice share of the points. Dude, this is crazy. I mean, I know he took 13 shots, but he got 12 points. That's all right. But he got he got seven rebounds, and six of them came on the defensive end. The only person who got more rebounds than than Samir Doughty tonight was Justin Tillman. Dude plays hard. He's hard. He's Samir hard. Doughty He's plays legit. Hard. I cannot believe you're saying anything negative about this kid. This kid is legit. We're so lucky to have him. I didn't say that I wasn't going to give him a pass. He's, I'm giving him a pass on it, but still, he's got to pass the ball. You you should pass the ball when you should pass the ball. That's all I'm saying. All right, all right. All right. Every time when we're even in the are big you he, are you here grilling Jordan Burgess right now? Let me ask that. Are you grilling Jordan Burgess? Well, he doesn't. He passes the ball too much. <laughs> yeah, he was open at the top he, of the. He passes up the yeah. wide open three a lot, yeah. and I don't know. I mean, how did he? The How did he become a player in our system that just sits in the corner and shoots threes? I mean, when he came in, he was a slasher. I mean, he could he could score all over the court. I think. I mean, I don't know what to think of Jordan Burgess as far as what we expected of him, but I His, know what I know what he is, and he's a very he's, he's a very high IQ. He's player. the smartest player on the team. He's arguably the best lockdown defender. Great um, defender. He's he's got the highest IQ, basketball IQ on the team, and you know, and he's royalty. Yeah. He he is. You have the name Burgess at VCU, your royalty, he's, and that's and that's why he gets a pass. That's why he gets a pass. That's why we're sitting here, landed on Dowdy six games into his VCU career, and you know we got Burgess and Brooks four years deep, laying eggs. Burgess Whatever. is not laying egg. Burgess is playing good defense. He's playing sound basketball. I just think that if he gets the open shot, he should shoot it. And I don't think he has enough confidence in his shot. But see, you say he doesn't lay eggs, but the truth is like. We needed him against Baylor. If you want to win that Baylor game, he's got to make two or three three-pointers in the corner, and we win it. Seriously. That's what we needed in that game. All we had was Lewis. You know, Williams had a decent game. Hamdi had a decent game. But we need a senior. Even if it's Burg- if it's Burgess or if it's Brooks, I don't care. One of them's got to step up and make a shot. I get, I get what you're saying, Spencer. I've, I, I, I think I've learned over, over time I've learned that— Not to listen to me? <laughs> well— <laughs> That too, but <laughs> uh, over time, I've I've learned that maybe I shouldn't have that high of expectations for Jordan Burgess. Well, maybe I should hold him to a lower standard. But or I'm maybe not. maybe we should hold all of these guys to a lower standard. Maybe we expect too much. I mean, from that's them. a fair argument. You know, but they're like, kids; they're growing up. Yeah, but you, we, the only reason why we 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 shy away from holding Jordan Burgess to a lower standard is because we're holding him to the gold standard, which was his brother. That that's, is the gold uh, standard for a uh, for a perimeter forward play. That's tough. He's the 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 record holder himself for most starts in college basketball history. Iron Man. Iron Man. The greatest. Okay, what about Jenkins? We haven't seen 
Like tonight, he played he was, 11 minutes. He yeah. had he had a three pointer and he had a rebound. Now this is the thing. Look, Dowdy had a whole year to get ready. I mean, Dowdy's a freshman, but Dowdy, he's, a red, yeah. he, he's really a he sophomore. Looks, yeah, yeah okay. he looks like he's been in the program. Jenkins, um, I mean, he showed what he could do against Binghamton. He can put it up and he can get rebounds. So I think I think Jenkins is a he's a work in progress. Um, he's getting there, and you know he he showed up. Against Binghamton, I know it was, I know it was a game that we beat these guys by almost forty points. But um, Jenkins is uh, showing fl- flashes. I think that he's he's a work in progress. So I mean, I think well, I don't know. are I'm we going to? Well, now that I'm looking at his stats, I almost wonder if it's if it's on Wade because the one game where Wade really played him, he gave him twenty seven minutes against Binghamton. And he got 14 points and 10 rebounds. Now, if you look, he only played two minutes against Baylor. I get that. But 10 minutes against Liberty, 13 against St. John's, 11 against LSU. I mean, basically, he came off that Binghamton game hot as hell and went to the Bahamas, and they barely even played him. I don't get it. I mean, if you look at his stats, his stat line looks – but, I mean, whatever. I we, think – well, he's, he's We don't rough. need him. We he's don't looked, need yeah, him. And we don't need him just yet. What we need from him is for him to develop into a player. He doesn't. That, he doesn't look rough. Look at these stats. He's five of eleven from the field and three of seven from three pointers. You know who looked rough? Terry Larrier looked rough, and you know I love Terry Larrier. Yes, that's true. I mean, oh, I, he's just R.I.P. Terry I, I, Larrier. I mean, rough might be too harsh of a word, but he looked he looked rough in 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 the exhibition game and the first couple games. Uh, he oh. it, Binghamton was kind of his coming out party. Like Binghamton was a game he actually. Took control of the game, and you know if that's a flash of what's to come. Yeah, I'm fine with it. He doesn't need to be th- the guy just yet. Well, and look at the team. We're 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 chock full of seniors. Next year, ball's going to be in his hand. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, next year, less. Uh, next year, I'm hoping he's 20 pounds heavier. He's yeah. probably he's probably yeah. going to be. He's he's kind of yeah. skinny he's right now. He's a little bit of a stick right now. Yeah, but you know the guys the guy <laughs> the guy's a growing boy. Well, look, I don't mean to. You saw what happened to Terry Larrier, did you? Yeah. He ripped his knee up. Tore his ACL. He went to play with better competition, ripped his knee up. Sad. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who we got coming up? Uh, who we got coming up? Actually, before we do that, you know who we just signed? Mayan Kerr. Mayan Kerr. Yeah, so with the with the signing of Mayan Kerr, uh, ESPN's got us in the top 20 for recruiting classes next year. Deserve it. Oh, absolutely. LeVar Bats, Mayan Kerr coming in. And then uh, we got this guy, Santos Silva. Marcos Santos Silva, three star recruit. Big guy, very beefy dude. They say he's a great rebounder. And what's that guy? What's that 6'9 guy that we're getting, the other four star recruit? Uh, Coleman? Is it Coleman? No, it's not Coleman. Not Coleman. Uh, Mobley. Mobley, yeah. Mobley. The, is it Sean Mobley? Yeah, Sean Mobley. He can, yeah. um, it looks like he can, he, can, he can shoot the rock pretty well. Yeah, and he's a big I've guy. He's, he's a, a big, wing. He's a wing player. He's a wing, but he's six nine, which is kind of interesting to like watch. Um, yeah. And that's three, three, three four star recruits. We're getting two top one hundred ESPN top one hundred recruits uh, coming into VCU. We are ranked by ESPN as a top twenty recruiting class right now. Um, Loaded. I I like it. I like. I mean, I know. I know LeVar Bats is not ranked too high on the top 100. He's like 99. Kerr, Kerr and Bats are right there next to each other. They're But they're good. I like uh, They can develop into our system very well. People got to put perspective on these things because uh, five years ago, we would have been screaming from the hilltops about this. And there are plenty of people who are really excited. But uh, I'm just saying, you know, these, these, these guys are ballers. And, and on top of them being good players, the thing that it goes back to what we were saying about Wade, he's crafting a team. He's putting the pieces together. 
um, to fill the needs. Uh, when I think, I think about, he's doing you know, a great job he, with recruiting. He needs to get a point guard to come after Williams. Fulfill he got it. him, and he, he got needs him. somebody big to step in for when Cox and Tillman and Hamdi are going to be gone. He got him. Okay, he yeah. needs somebody who can shoot the ball. He knows he needs somebody who can put it up from three and make three or four three pointers a game, and that's Mobley. And then he we knows got Mobley, and, and then we got Crowfield who's shooting. That's right, shooting very well. And I mean, he didn't do too much in the battle for Atlantis, but um, did he? I no, mean, he, he didn't play that many minutes tonight. You know, I have a feeling that Wade was using Crowfield a little bit at the beginning of the season. I wonder what was going on. We looked real flat in those first couple games. I wonder if there was something going on in the locker room. I, I just had a feeling that the reason Crowfield was starting, this is no offense to him, looks like a fine player, and boy, can he shoot the rock. But I think he was getting the start there to kind of light a fire under some of the older guys and say, your position's not safe. You better come and bring it, you know? Which is um, fair. Which um, is fair, especially when you go and only beat Liberty by five points. I mean, guy can shoot, and I think that if he keeps uh, playing like he has been playing, I think uh, I think we're looking pretty good. And you know, dude, I I mean, I'm I may I may rag on Samir Doughty and his lack of passing, but dude, this guy, I think Samir Doughty can turn into an incredible player. I I think I think if this is his first year of eligibility, he's got we got three more years of him after this season. This guy is going to be a starter. He's gonna be. He's gonna be nice. Let's go. Let's go, VCU. <laughs> you don't wanna go to war with, with the, the Rams. Rams. You don't start no stuff. There won't be no stuff. Yes. We didn't even drink anything tonight. I'm just. I'm just hype, man. We look good. We do look good, and we we got some good games coming up too. I mean, okay, we yeah. Got- let's let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. So we got Princeton, Illinois, and Georgia Tech coming up. We don't know much about. Uh, any of those teams, other than that, they don't look necessarily as strong as, say, Baylor or even Illinois St. John. Illinois won a couple games, but mm. they they've lost to the ranked teams they played. Yeah. Um, I think that they're must-win games. You can't lose these. They're must-win they games, and, basically. And, and, and honestly, if we beat if we beat Illinois, that's still a good win for us. I mean, anytime you can beat a team in a Power Five conference, even if they're at the lower tier end, I mean, it's helpful. Okay, it's helpful. And the truth is. Man, we win. Let's say we win these next few games. Our out of conference schedule is going to be tight come March, because I mean, maybe we won't have a bunch of wins that are super high in the RPI, but at least we took care of business. And the one team we've lost to, Baylor, I mean, seventy-one to sixty-three, it was closer than that. It got away from us there at the end, but it was closer than that. It was a tight game, and that's why I think we're going to be top twenty-five come this Monday. I hope so. I don't think we are, uh, but if we win those next three games. Next the the next Monday after that, we we're looking at a top twenty five. And I mean, if you look at if you look at us on the RPI now, I mean, we're number ten, and our strength of schedule is number thirty uh, seven strength of schedule. That's 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 decent. Looking good, looking really good. All right, well, um, when is the next time we're going to be on the podcast? Well, I think we're gonna we're gonna come out with another one uh, after. Uh, the next three games after the Georgia Tech game, we'll 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 put another one out after uh, Georgia Tech. So expect us back on uh, December eighth, shall we say? That'll be good. Yeah, somewhere somewhere in that yeah. area. Good. Um, we'll have a we'll obviously have a lot of talk about. Hopefully, um, we'll get into the the top twenty five. Uh, around and that stay time. there and stay there. Hopefully, the next time we're talking, we're in the top twenty. I mean, if we win those next three games, we're going to be in the top twenty. I want period. We're going to be what? We're going to be want seven us and to one. Be, I, I eight want. One. I know. I want us going into our conference season to be the favorite to win the A ten definitively. Well, after this look, man. I talked a lot of crap on Rhode Island, but they're looking tough. 
Are they? Well, oh, how yeah. they, have they been? They're five and one. Okay. And, okay. And they lost to Duke by ten points, but it was it was close. And hey, they, they maybe. Beat, they beat number 24 Cincinnati by five. They took care of Belmont. I don't know if Belmont's good this year, but usually Belmont's got a tough team. They're historically pretty good. Um, yeah. well, so maybe yeah. I was I was probably right. Hey. You know how I get. I'm a homer. I get excited. I get we hyped. Got, hey, I we, like talking junk. We got we got, we got got ACC squad coming up next. Who's the Illinois playing? The Big Ten? Big, Big East? I can't keep up. I think it's the Big Ten. Doesn't yeah. sound like the Big East, does it? Uh, they are in the Big Ten. The Big, Big Ten. Ten, yeah. Okay. So, I mean... That's still that's 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 a power conference. I think, um, I think we'll, we'll and it's Illinois. They got a history yeah. of good basketball. It's it's a good game that we got, and I, hopefully we can take care of business. If we get the win, they'll be very good wins for us. Yep. All right. Well, uh, as always, thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you, Richmond. Um, we'll be seeing you guys soon enough after these next three games hopefully we won't get deathly ill again uh, we're not going to get deathly ill thank you so much for listening wherever you find us we appreciate you tuning in for spencer for brian lamb i'm spencer kellogg Good i'll job. see you next week love you richmond